<laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome. Happy Monday, everybody. No, it's not Monday. Dang. <laughs> Happy Tuesday, everybody. Look at me. Uh, welcome to NPL Legal Dish. This is my Monday through Wednesday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. If this is your first time seeing my face or hearing my voice and you're like, who is this lady? I'm Natalie Pierre-Lewis. I'm the host of the show and I'm the owner and operator of NPL Consulting LLC, a business formation firm. What that means is I help people like yourself get your business paperwork together. So things like making sure you have... Um, your articles of incorporation with the state, making sure you have EIN numbers and DUNS numbers, uh, contracts for clients and partners so you don't get left holding the bag, brand protection strategies so that you, uh, so people don't steal your business ideas, and hiring and training strategies so you don't get sued for discrimination, okay? Um, these are all the things that I can help you do. If you are wondering why I'm qualified to help you do these things, I'm very happy that you asked. I've started... Uh, multiple businesses for myself and others um, as a licensed attorney have been one for 15 years with a specialization in business formation I've had many careers in the realms of entrepreneurship the law education hospitality and administrative support and most important I'm very passionate about making business and legal education as accessible to everyone as possible not everybody has the time the money or the desire to go to business school or to law school, but a lot of you have amazing business ideas, and if you're going to be successful, there are just some things that you need to know. There's no way around it, okay? So that's why I'm here. So connect with me. Let's get you on the road to entrepreneurship. How are you going to connect with me? Go to linktree forward slash MPL consulting firm, okay? I'm going to spell it out for you real quick. L-I-N-K-T-R dot ee forward slash npl consulting firm all right there you're going to be able to book yourself a free 15-minute consultation if you're a first-time client you are also going to be able to uh download my free biz launch cheat sheet that will help you choose and start your dream business in seven days or less linktree forward slash npl consulting firm is also where you can find many of my hey nessie time Many of my digital products, my, my video trainings and my ebooks. So we've been talking about intellectual property the last couple of months. So we've been um, promoting the, the Protect Your Biz ebook bundle where you get the trademark toolkit, the copyright ebook, and the uh, patent ebook um, in a bundle for $29.97. Linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm is where you can subscribe to the YouTube channel and the, po and the podcast because you're not always going to be able to make a live episode, but you can always, you know, watch, you know, at your leisure or listen at your leisure if you prefer. Um, and last but not least, Linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm, I'm so glad you popped in Nessie Time, is where you can get these lovely mugs that Nessie Time helped me design. She brought my vision to life. Um, she's an amazing graphic designer. Um, they are so cute. We also have t-shirts as well in black, white, and navy blue. I'm not wearing one right now. But you can go see that all at linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm. I think it's like the first or second, a couple of the first buttons, all right? But um, enough about, uh, you know, my, my the business side. Let's get to why we here. Y'all ain't come here to, to see me do a QVC commercial, all right? Uh, so this is why we are here, all right? Here's how NPL Legal Dish works. Just in case someone's watching down the line and they're like, what is going on here? All right. So we pull stories from the news, stories from websites, stories from, um, you're welcome, uh, stories from anywhere that I find inspiration. You guys send me stories sometimes, uh, actually a lot of times, uh, and that I love that because it lets me know what you guys want to hear, what you want to know about. 
Um, and I take the stories and I pull the ones that have lessons that we can learn as business owners and we talk about them. Okay. So this is the time for you to get involved. Uh, give me your comments, give me your questions. As long as they're respectful, I'm going to ask you to put, uh, emojis and comments and things like that in the um, comment box as long as you are not driving hello Miss Nikki notes as long as you're not driving you know I in- encourage you to uh, participate in the conversation because it's just so much more fun when we're all talking together okay all right so uh, as we get started for our show we are starting off with our NPL nugget if you don't know what that means uh, at the top of the show, I take a quick business or legal concept and teach it to you in a couple of minutes, all right? So, Nessie time, uh, since, you know, you here holding it down for the audience while I guess people getting their coffee and stuff, uh, what have we been talking about for the last couple of weeks in the month of July? What topic have we been on? Help me out, girl. Help me out, girl. What have we been talking about? I told you that this has been our intellectual property segment. We've gone over trademarks. We've gone over copyrights. What are we talking about now? Hmm. <laughs> hmm. I'm going to assume that you're driving. Um, or, or let me know if you're driving. If you're driving, just give me a thumbs up. I don't want to, um, I don't want to contribute to any, to any, um, accidents okay but um we have been talking about patents for the last couple of weeks all right the month of july is dedicated to patents so this is really um okay sorry hun (laughs) nessie time is driving uh but yes we have been talking about patents this is a very important form of protection for you inventors out there you people who are good with your hands um, and a cup and for a couple of other reasons as well, uh, we have defined what a patent is. We know that there are three types of patents. We have utility patents and design patents. We've defined those over the last couple of days. If you missed any of that, go catch the back episodes or pick up the protect your biz ebook bundle for twenty nine ninety seven. So today we're talking about the third, uh, the third, uh, patent type, which is a plant patent, okay? This is a type of patent that is used less frequently than utility patents and design patents, um, but it is just as important. So if you are a botanist or someone who is really into plants, right, when you, uh, um, there are new plant species being discovered and cultivated all of the time. Um, if you actually, if you didn't know roses, there are like 80 different varieties of roses and each of them has a patent, right? So when you discover or you cultivate a new plant, you know, you, you marry some plants, you make something new, you can get a patent on that plant. Okay. Um, again, it's just a quick tidbit. But for you botanists out there, um, that form of protection is is there for you, okay? If you want more information on patents, make sure you pick up the patent ebook with the Protect Your Biz ebook bundle. Go to linktree forward slash MPL Consulting Firm, okay? All right, um, let's move on to our stories, all right? Nessie time, this story is going to apply to you, but I know you're driving, so I'm not going to expect you to write anything in the box, but um, our first story tonight has to do with car fresheners, all right? Whether you are watching live or you are watching um, the replay, or even if you're listening, you know, find some some way to let me know. 
How many of you have ever had that little tree that hangs in your car, okay? That little air freshener tree. I, like, that thing is cemented in my brain from childhood. You had the, 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 the pine scent. They've got tons of scents out there. If you have ever had a car freshener tree in your car, give me a tree emoji. Not you, Nessie Time, because you're driving. Um, but whether you're watching live or you're watching later, let me know if you've ever had the car freshener tree in your car. Um, in my stories today, I asked you guys, uh, what are your favorite scents of these, uh, car freshener trees? They're actually called little trees. Um, that is the official name of, of, of these, uh, car freshener things, right? Um, so, uh, when I asked you guys what, what the sense that you liked, one person said they don't like the little trees, which, you know, I understand they can be a little overwhelming if you have a sensitive nose. Um, someone said they liked, um, some, uh, new car scent or heat, um, and then somebody else said they liked black ice. So, um, one of my friends, uh, Miss Whitney, she actually pops up here fairly often. Whenever you get in her car, Miss Mama has a black ice car freshener in there, okay? Um, I don't really do the car freshener things, um, but that's just me. Anyway, um... These these little trees, like I said, they've been around for decades. I remember these things in my uncle's car because he used to drive us to school, you know, um, hanging in the car. Uh, they've been around forever, right? And of course, the company that makes them, they have all of their intellectual property in order as well. The um, they have a they have a they have a design patent on the way that their products looks, right? Um, and they've been in business again for decades. Here's the problem. Uh, my pet people, you, if you are a pet person, you probably know that there is a subscription service called Chewy. You can get any of your pet products from there, right? Hello, Canna Cape Cod. How are you? Um, ladies and gentlemen, if you are looking for a bohemian oasis in the heart of DC, go check out Canna Cape Cod, Okay. It is adult Disney World. You and not in 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 the nasty way. It's it's just fun. Go check out Canada Cape Cod. All right. Um, but yes. So if you are a pet person, you know that Chewy Inc. They are um, a pets a, a pet supp online supply store where you can get whatever you need for your little pet. Right. And they decided, you know, we're gonna make something little cute or some some cute for the pets for the four legged babies. And they started making, um, these pine tree squeak toys, um, okay? And these pine tree squeak toys even had air freshener printed on them, right? So when car freshener, when the car freshener company heard about this, what do you think they said? When the car freshener company heard that, they, that Chewy was out here selling squeak toys in the shape of their famous pine, uh, you know, pine shaped, pine tree shaped uh, car fresheners. What do you think the car freshener company did? And I'm saying car freshener company because that's literally the name of the company. They're called Car Freshener Co. Um, but yeah, what do you think they did, guys? Uh, if you're driving, please do not answer. If you're not, um, let me know. 
Okay. Um, did something happen to my phone? I'm getting all of these notifications. Okay. Anyway, uh, but, um, yes. So what happened? Uh, Car Freshener Co., they filed a lawsuit. They said, excuse me, ma'am, uh, excuse me, Chewy. Uh, we have had the Car Freshener game on lock. We have a trademark on the, on the name of our product. We have a trademark on the way our product is designed. And not only that, you have air freshener printed on these squeak toys, okay? So they filed suit against Chewy. Chewy never responded um, in court to the allegations, uh, but they apparently, you know, they, they talked to the car freshener company privately, and they have both decided to dismiss this infringement case. Uh, car freshener co., you know, they're like, okay, Chewy said, uh, we talked to Chewy, we came to a resolution, so, you know, we ain't taking it to court no more, all right? But, um, I want to know from you guys, what do you think was the resolution between Car Freshener Co. and Chewy? Obviously, Chewy is going to have to stop, um, selling these, uh, air fresheners, or, so, my, let me know what your thoughts are, because for me, my thoughts are either, one, Chewy has agreed to stop selling these uh, car freshener toys, or two, they're going to go into a partnership, a, um, you know, in a collaboration with car freshener, you know, and get the actual licensing and be able to make these toys and, you know, just cut car freshener uh, a piece of the pie. Um, those are the, those are the, the options that I think are happening. I want to know from you guys, what do you think is going to happen between Car Freshener Co. and Chewy since they have had this case dismissed, right? The both of them went to the court and said, we don't need you no more. Okay. What do you think? Whether you're watching live or you are watching later, I want to know what your thoughts are. Um, do you agree with my theories that they're either going to stop selling them all together or they're going to collaborate with uh, Car Freshener Co.? And of those two options, which one do you think is the most likely? Okay? All right. <clears throat> Moving on to our next story. Um, if you are a freelancer, meaning, you know, you, you don't work for anyone specifically, you get hired on a contract basis depending on what you do give me a bird emoji because you're free like a bird i'm like a bird i want to fly away don't mind me um but yes if you have ever worked as a freelancer if you're a part-time freelancer if people you know hire you um on a contract basis you don't necessarily go into an office every day give me a bird emoji okay um if you're a freelancer, you have probably heard of these two apps. There is an app called Freelancer, and there is an app called Upwork, okay? Um, both of them pretty much do the same thing. Freelancer and Upwork, they are, um, they are basically a, a hub where freelancers and businesses can connect and, you know, um, you know, and freelancers can get hired, Okay, so it's like Indeed for freelancers, I guess, you know? Um, but again, these are two different apps. You have the app Freelancer, and then you have the app Upwork. Now, 
Within the app Upwork, Upwork has two versions of their app. They have Upwork for clients, meaning people who are looking for freelancers, and they have Upwork for freelancers, so freelancers who are looking for clients, right? Um, so Upwork, they recently just launched their Upwork for Freelancers app, and Freelancer, the Freelancer app um, is very upset with this. They're saying that uh, Upwork is infringing on their trademarks. Freelancer is saying, look, we have Freelancer trademark for our app, um, and we, you know, we don't think that Upwork should be able to use it in their, um, in their, uh, in their, in the title for their app. Now, when you look at the two apps, um, I posted a picture of the two, the, the, the icons for the apps in my stories, and, um, most of you thought that, um, it wasn't too close for comfort, you felt like the icons were different. If you look at them, you have the freelancer emoji, and then under it, it says freelancer, and then with the Upwork emoji, you have the up the Upwork icon, you have the Upwork logo, and then it says freelancer, right? But when you go into the Upwork app, when you pull it up, it's not like it says freelancer TM, it just says Upwork for freelancers. Um, so freelancer, they filed an infringement suit against Upwork, they went to court, um, and, uh, the, the, the judge, who's that? Is that one shoe? No, that's not one shoe empress. Who just popped in? Hey, 76 Grimke. Um, yes. So freelancer, they, uh, went to the judge. They, well, they went to the court. They're like, look, we are the freelancing app out here, right? Hey, Zephyrina, no other app should be able to use freelancer within their name. And the judge did not agree. The judge said, look, Upwork is just use. They're not using freelancer here as um, as you know a way to identify their brand. They are simply clarifying the two different apps that they have. They have Upwork for clients and they have Upwork for freelancers. Guys, if you've ever heard, um, those who just popped in, if you've ever heard of the freelancer app or the Upwork app, please give me a bird emoji. Okay. All right. So Upwork, again, they, they had their Upwork for Clients app, and then they had their Upwork for Freelancers app, right? And the whole point of, of their business model is to connect freelancers with business, which is the same aim as the Freelancer app. But Freelancer, they have, their, their whole app is called Freelancer. They have the name trademarked, all of this stuff. So they don't want Upwork lose, using Freelancer anywhere with, within their, um, you know, their product description, but the judge is like, look, Upwork is not here trying to say that they are freelancer. Freelancer within this industry is a pretty common word, right? They're just using it as a descriptor. They're not using it to identify their product. They're just using it as a differentiation. As a matter of fact, when you look at it, Upwork is the most prominent um, name when you look at it and just on the bottom it'll say either for clients or freelancers it's like when you have think about um you have the uber app you have uber for people who want to take an uber and you have uber for people who who are driving right so this is what upwork has they have upwork for clients and upwork for freelancers and the judge is like look we're just clarifying what is going on but for me i also see a problem in freelancer uh, the name that they chose for their app. Freelancer, you know, um, it's, while it's a relatively 
new term, I'd say in the last 20 years or so, I don't know, maybe longer, um, I, I think that it's gotten, it, it's a pretty generic word to me within the work industry. And when you have, when you try and, and, and protect something that has a put, a, a potential to become generic, this is, this is the risk that you take. This is why you need to make sure that your names, your logos, your things are unique so that there is, you know, a, um, a, so that there isn't so much of a large possibility of it becoming generic. Okay. And you having to be out there trying to fight everybody and windmill everybody to protect your name. All right. So, um, Upwork for freelancers is going to be permitted to continue, uh, you know, as, as long as they're not trying to pass themselves off as the freelancer app, all right? Um, okay, for those of you who just came in, uh, you are watching NPL Legal Disc. This is my Monday through Wednesday live broadcast where I teach business and legal concepts using pop culture and celebrity news. If you are in the startup phase of your business and you're looking for some legal guidance, girl, I'm here. I want to help you, okay? Go to linktree forward slash MPL Consulting Firm and book yourself a free 15-minute consultation today. Uh, as well, uh, make sure that you pick up the Protect Your Biz ebook bundle. Go to linktree forward slash MPL Consulting Firm where you get my trademark toolkit, my my copyright ebook and my patent ebook in uh, a bundle for $29.97, Okay. Go grab those. Okay, moving on. All my Apple people, if you have any Apple products, please give me an Apple emoji. If you have any Apple products, uh, a Mac, um, an iPhone, an Apple Watch, what else Apple make? A Beats, Beats, Madre, something. Anyway. If you own any type of Apple product, give me an Apple emoji, please. Thank you, 76 Grimk. Um, and if you have ever heard of Memojis, if you have heard of Memojis, Memojis, give me um, an M in the comments. Thank you, Zephyrina. Uh, if you don't know what a Memoji is, so I've used a Memoji once or twice. It basically takes, you can create an avatar for yourself. Um, to kind of merge with emojis and make like, a, um, a, a tailored emoji that kind of looks like you. My emoji has purple skin and blonde hair, so obviously she looks nothing like me and she has fangs. Um, but you know, whatever. That's what I wanted my emoji to look like. Um, now I asked you guys if you use emojis, um, in my stories today. Uh, thank you, 76 Grim K, for the M. 56% of you said that you do use Memojis. Um, again, I don't use mine all the time. I think I've used mine maybe twice. Zephyrina said that sounds cool. Try it out on your phone, girl. Um, but, um, yeah, they're basically tailored, tailored emojis, right? Um, now, Memojis didn't start with Apple. There's actually a company called Social Tech. Um, they are they have had a registered trademark for emojis since 2016, right? Um, so you know they 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 made emojis, but they didn't really do anything with it. They trademarked the name um, and they designed the emojis, but they didn't make it anything that was really accessible. So then. 
um, down the road, here comes Apple. Apple sees what they're doing. Apple's like, oh, this is cool. We might want to, you know, incorporate this. And Apple started putting Memojis in their products, right? Because um, 76 Grim Grey knows what I'm talking about. Zephyrina, I'm not sure what um, iPhone you have, but I'm sure that you can probably set up a Memoji and go see what it's about, right? So social tech, they got mad. They were like, yo, we invented Memojis and Apple's just going to come and try and steal this from under, you know, our noses. So social tech, they developed a, a Memoji app. So you could make your own Memojis, right? Um... Uh, and remember, when I've told you about trademarks, when you are filing a trademark, right? Hello, Cherry A76. When you are filing a trademark, it must be um, for a business purpose. You cannot have a trademark just to keep someone from using something. Like if you have a trademark and you don't use it, you have you you can you have there is a potential for you to lose your trademark that you have spent all this money on, right? Um, so social tech, um, after they find out Apple is including Memojis with their products, they create their own Memoji app, and then they file a lawsuit against Apple. Zephyrina said that makes sense. Yes, right. So social tech files a lawsuit against Apple. They're like, look, we invented Memojis, okay? We are the originators of Memojis, and... Apple is out here trying to steal our thunder. Judge, please help us out. What do you think the judge said to social tech? What do you think the judge said to social tech after they built their Memoji app and then sued Apple? Hmm? What do you think they said? What do you think they said? What do you think they said? Hey, hey, what do you think they said? Hey. Um, and just to give you some context, this app that social tech developed, it did not work very well. Um, it had a lot of bugs. Uh, <laughs> 76 Grimk said social tech, y'all late to the party. You are absolutely right. 76 Grimk, the judge said social tech, girl, you have no standing here, right? Because it's not like you trademarked this in 2016 and you had your app. You literally developed this app just so you could sue Apple. So you never had any real business, um, you know, intention with this trademark. So social tech's infringement um, lawsuit was thrown out of court, right? This is why it's important. If you are trademarking something, make sure you have a product that's behind it. You can't just trademark something and say, I got a trademark. It needs to have a product with it, okay? Um do you think the judge did the right thing or should they have given social tech, you know, a second, a second bite at the apple, so to speak? Do you think the judge did the right thing or should they, ha should they have heard social tech out a little bit more? What do you think? For me, I think that, um, again, you're supposed to have your business concept before you even file the trademark. Like they did things backwards, um, in my opinion. Okay. Um, but that's just me. What y'all think? What do y'all think? A hey, hey. What do you what what is okay, I have I pick up random things and I don't even realize they're in my hands. Um what do you think? Uh seventy six Grimke said she is team judge. Okay, I'm team judge too. Social tech, look, if they're gonna deny Beyonce and Jay Z the chance to trademark their child's name because at the time they did not have a business purpose, you got no shot. You got no shot. Okay? 
All right. So that being said, when you are considering trademarks, can make sure that you have a product or service or whatever, a, a legitimate business purpose for your trademark. Okay. All right. Um, okay. Moving on to our final story of the evening. And then if we have time, we will, um, do some questions. Okay. Uh, if you have heard of the brand off white, uh, if you've heard of the off white brand, give me an O in the comments. I can't even think of an emoji that would go with, um, with, uh, off-white. If you remember the off-white brand, please give me an O in the comments. We've talked about off-white off a lot. They have come up a lot in this show because the originator of that brand, Virgil Abloh, he tries to trademark everything. He is still trying to trademark red zip ties. He's trying to trademark product bag. Um, uh, off-white, um, they're also the brand. I think we had looked up the price of one of the belts and it was like 300 something dollars or whatever. Thank you, 76 Grimcrate for the O. Um, and they also make sneakers and they have like air quotes on them. The sneakers go for like a thousand dollars. Um, you know, if you like it, I love it. It ain't my thing, but do you, right? Spend your money how you want. Um, well, Virgil Abloh's um, attempt to, you know, make his mark in the fashion world apparently is working. You know, he's been out here putting his stamp on everything with the off-white brand so much so that he has caught the attention of LVMH, uh, Louis Vuitton Moet Hennessy, the company that, uh, that is the owner of majority of the luxury brands that you know, um, they are bringing on Off-White to their, um, portfolio of high-end designer lines, right? This is what happens when you really, um, put power behind your name. People understand the power behind Virgil Abloh's name, behind Off-White. When you hear the name Off-White, you know it's high, you know it's, it's, um, uh, Whatever, it, what it's a luxury brand, it's high end thing. I guess whatever, do what you want, and that is what Louis Vuitton Moet Hennessy is all about. They're like the the off white brand. It matches our aesthetic, it matches our values, it matches you know our swag. So they have they are bringing on off white into the family of Louis Vuitton Moet Hennessy. Um, now that Louis, does this affect your opinions? about the off-white brand. For me, look, y'all know I'm not into labels and stuff. Um, I don't really care about that stuff. Uh, but, you know, I, this is a very good look for the brand. They can get, you know, guidance into making their line, you know, a little bit more chic, a little bit more high-end. They're probably going to be able to raise their prices. But what do you think about this? Are any of you interested now that um, LVMH is, is taking on off-white? Would any of you be interested in purchasing an off-white product? Do you want an off-white belt? Do you want an off-white t-shirt, product bag, or, you know, necklace or something like that? Now that they're, you know, officially a high-end brand, I guess you can say. Does that affect your opinion of the off-white brand, because for me, it was just some expensive t-shirts, um, <laughs> it's still some expensive t-shirts to me, um, 
But this is a good look for the brand. Think about, um, I mean, Rihanna has since put a pause on it, but we know, we, we, uh, equate Rihanna with fashion and being, you know, the trend and everything, right? So much so that LVMH had taken her Fenty fashion line and tried to do it, but because of, you know, COVID and things happening, they're like, this don't make sense. So, um, LVMH could really put a boost to your brand. 76 Grimkay said, no interest in the off-white brand. You and me both, girl, high five. All right. Um, again, I don't really care about I don't really care about high-end brands. Now, that don't mean if you want, if y'all want to purchase me one, y'all want to send me something high-end, I will rock it, okay? I will rock it till the wheels fall off. But as for me and my bank account, I'm just not, it's just not something I'm into. Um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, but those were the stories that I wanted to share with you today. Um, we talked about the, uh, the car freshener. Um, versus Chewy. We talked about um, the, f- the freelancer app versus the Upwork app. We talked about uh, social tech and their emojis versus Apple. Y'all laughing at me. And we talked about Off White being, uh, you know, picked up by LVMH. All right. And then if you missed our NPL nugget, we talked about plant patents. You can either, um, you know, rewatch the beginning of the show or pick up the Protect Your Biz ebook bundle at Linktree forward slash NPL Consulting Firm. Excuse me. But yeah, um, these were the stories that I wanted to share with you. Um, um, again, we do these stories not just to laugh and have a good time. Even though we do, y'all make me laugh. We have a good time on here. But it's also to teach us these business concepts that we need to know so we are not caught out here in the streets looking like a deer in the headlights, okay? So um, understand that while I do this show and it's fun and everything, I do do this to teach concepts, and I want you to be able to ask questions. So if you ever do have a question, please do not hesitate to ask. You may, If you don't want to ask on the live show, you can always DM it to me, um, all right, uh, about any of the stories that we covered. All right, um, so I'm going to let you guys go here. I need to go make myself some dinner because uh, I had fell asleep and I didn't have time to uh, eat before the show. <laughs> So, um, I'm going to leave y'all here. We'll be back tomorrow with our Wednesday edition. Um, take care of yourselves. Make sure you send me any stories that you think are interesting that you would want to hear. Um, and I will talk to you tomorrow. Bye.